0: Hey everyone, it's Trang here and welcome back to my podcast, Tape This, where I speak to local artists. Today, I have Justin King with me. Hi, Justin.
1: Hi. (laughs)
0: So, Justin, you are, you know, a a musician in the the DFW art scene. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how your journey into music began?
1: Yeah, um, it's pretty much both of my parents... uh were creators and growing up, me, my younger brother and my older sister who's like she's got some years on me. She's like eleven years older than me. They all did something creative. My wow. sister was a singer. Or still is, she's still a singer. And um I when I was little, I started playing drums when I was like three. Wow. And my dad yeah <laughs> <laughs> My dad is a guitar player and he you know he did gospel music and stuff like that. And um, he just had me like playing with him and he would teach me things and up until around seven I was playing nonstop. He'd take me to like like little conventions and stuff and have me play it was like a little movie like i i played everywhere and Aww. i i didn't really stop until my parents split but before that like that was all a focus and then mm-hmm. on high school i started again that's where i met Louis moreno from cherry mantis mm-hmm. and um i started playing bars and stuff in a band we used to be in and uh that like got me in the scene back then when I was around, yeah, it's so like 2014. What year was that? that was like 2012, 2013. Oh wow. Yeah, so we were in another band, and that was like getting me exposed to like what it's like to be in the scene. It was in Fort Worth, really, and it wasn't until Lewis got to UTA in like 2015 that I like was introduced to Arlington and like that scene and how different gotcha. it is from Fort Worth. It's a lot more. It's a lot closer, a close knit group in Arlington. Oh really? Fort yeah, Fort Worth scenes. It's cool. It's just more like old a little older group of people okay
0: and like, I understand they that. know
1: and mm-hmm. we were kid, like we were literally kids i was Aww. 14 and, you know, it was, <laughs> like we were kids so it's kind of different
0: so are you and louis uh, the same age
1: louis is two years older than me but one grade above me oh okay yeah
0: wow so y'all have known each other for a while
1: for a minute oh, we were my talking goodness. about that last week actually we've known each other a long time
0: wow so you mentioned that both of your parents were artists. You said yeah. your dad's a, a guitarist. And um, my
1: mom was a graphic designer and oh. an illustrator. So Aww. like, yeah, so like both of that. And my my dad's side of the family does all music and my mom's side of the family does music and art and stuff. So it's kind of like I had no choice. Like, yeah. not, <laughs> not in a bad way, but yeah. like... Yeah,
0: that's actually what I was going to ask you. Like, do you feel like they kind of, the family pushed you into being an artist or was that something that, you know, just was kind of natural to you?
1: I feel like... um I, it was it was definitely natural because I remember my dad always telling me like anytime he played guitar like I was glued to his side like Aww. yeah and so I I think that was gonna happen no matter what but once he saw like oh this kid has talent he kind of went he kind of got a little aggressive with it like it was very uh, like, like
0: he was like training yeah basically. it was it was
1: <laughs> it was training and I think that's why like when I got to a certain age I was just like maybe I don't want to do music
0: because it became kind of a like kind a Kind Work?
1: Of, yeah, kind of like it was easy, and like I'd go places and feel natural. I'd play in church and stuff like that. But when I was around like eight or nine, I started kind of like, drift towards my mom's side of like visual art. So hey. like I was drawing for years. Like yeah. I wasn't doing music at all actually. Mm-hmm. And so I, for the longest time, I was like, oh yeah, I want to be an artist. I want to be draw and mm-hmm. like, make comic books and, and oh. yeah, that was like my goal. And I still am kind of into that. Okay. But I'm not drawing as much. Though. Obviously, I'm more into music now. But yeah, growing up, music art was like the two things.
0: Wow. They were
1: very, yeah, I was very into that.
0: That is that is so neat. So I know you said that you know you delved into the the graphic, or the art design, mm-hmm. um, or the art aspects, you know, through your mom, yeah. and then you know the music through your dad. Were there any other sort of aspirations that you had?
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> I still kind of want to, but I wanted to be a director, like heavy.
0: Really? When I was oh young. my gosh. Yeah, like,
1: around nine or ten i wrote a script for a movie no
0: way <laughs> yeah like oh my it goodness. was real
1: because growing up my dad me and my dad used to watch like movies like the temptations and Five i Heartbeats love that movie and, yeah like <laughs> movies like that and like like biopics about Yeah. Right, so i wrote uh-huh. one about this like made up group wow. and band and like i showed it to my sister and she was like what this is like good good and i you know i, I was like gonna like, the dream was write a movie, directed. That's what I want to do. Like, if yeah. I don't ever do music again, I want
0: to Interesting. Yeah. I I think we're going to have to... DreamWorks is going to have to hit you up. Yeah, that if,
1: would be awesome. If you're not too
0: busy with, you know, your your music <laughs> career skyrocketing. <laughs> oh,
1: my god, oh, I'm blushing.
0: So, uh, you know... It sounds like music and art was really big in your life just as a child. Yeah. Were there any sort of, like, struggles, you know, with art or, or music that, that kind of shaped you into who you are now?
1: Yeah. I mean, my my parents split up when I was around eight or nine. Oh. Okay. So, like, it was a... It was, it was, like, a shift. Like, okay, all I do is listen to music, gospel music, mm-hmm. really, or, like, yeah. old soul music and play drums. Like, that mm-hmm. was, like, my life. And, um with my mom and dad not being together, and I was mainly with my mom, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I'll just be, I'll focus on art yeah. visually. And the music I started listening to, because my dad, he was, a, he was a strict guy when it came to music. It was like, he, didn't, he wasn't comfortable with us listening to like rap music or R&B music like that.
0: Oh. Yeah. So that's why he was like, he's a gospel. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so it was like safe music. Yeah, <laughs> so
1: that's it. So like when I got like nine, 9, 10, I started listening to rap music. I remember the first album I ever got. Well, I should just say, mainstream music. Mm -hmm. The first album I ever bought was Michael Jackson Thriller. And I was like, yeah, it was like my birthday and I told him, I want this, and she was like, really? I was like, yeah! And I got super into Michael Jackson, then I got like a T-Pain album and like a
0: Lil Wayne. And like, it was like,
1: I was like, well, there's a whole nother side Mm -hmm. of music that I never even knew. Like Lil Wayne was my favorite rapper for years because- He has bars. Yeah, and like like, the first thing I bought was the Carter Three, and that was such a big thing at that time. And I was just like, dude, I could be a rapper. And again, I was like ten, and oh my uh, that, and like Bob, and then Drake was coming out. Like mm-hmm. all of those rappers were coming out at the same time. I was discovering that whole side of music. Like, yeah. So it was what like what an. What year awakening. was that?
0: Because you're you're a lot younger than me. So I gotta <laughs> yeah. remember, like, when you say I'm ten, like I gotta like yeah count I, the years. So <laughs> that was 2008. Years? Okay, so I was in fifth grade. Yeah. So okay. Wait, how old are you? I'm 22. Yeah, so I'm 26, you're three years younger than me. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah,
1: it's between the years of 2007-ish mm-hmm. to, like, 2012 was, like, a Those an, were some really good years. It was, like, yeah. an awakening, and music was really good mm-hmm. at that time, so I feel like I caught it, I yep. caught it at a good wave. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, how, the split, did it affected you just because, like, you couldn't really, um, like, focus on music, or you didn't want to... It was,
1: yeah, it was a, a mixture of things, because, like, my, I was really close to my dad, but... There were issues there Mm -hmm. that, like, I couldn't see as much Mm -hmm. because I'm a kid. Yeah. And things that kind of, like, opened my eyes seeing them not be together. Seeing the way he was, he kind of changed how he acted towards me and my little brother, especially my little brother. Yeah, him and my little brother didn't have the best relationship Mm -hmm. already. And there seemed to kind of be a slight favoritism, even if it wasn't there, it seemed Mm -hmm. like it. Towards and you? Towards me. So he, my... he favored
0: you. Yeah, it kind of came off like that it. way. Just you. because... The music outside? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my
1: brother got... Obviously, he ended up getting into music. But younger, he was more like... He was, he was just a kid kid. Like, I yeah. want to play with toys. I want to play... Mm-hmm. Where I was not really... It was superheroes and drums. <laughs> like, there was not much else. Like, I wasn't really trying to go outside. <laughs> I wasn't trying to do... It was just music. So I think, like, them splitting up, there was a weird energy... And it was hard hard for me and my brother and and seeing my mom, like, try to be a single mom and she had health issues. And, like, it was not the best. And um, I think that changed how I viewed, like, the world in general. Mm -hmm. Like, it went from being very cookie cutter. We had this nice house in Mansfield Mm -hmm. to, like, okay, now we live in an apartment Mm -hmm. and it's you know, kind
0: of almost falling apart. Yeah, so, yeah, it was
1: like that's was a watching. lot as
0: a child. Yeah, yeah kind of take on.
1: I don't think about it that much like mm-hmm. that, but it it definitely I can tell it's affected me to this day. Yeah, you know,
0: how I am. Wow. And, well, yeah, I'm so sorry to hear that. It's it's always tough, you know, like parents' issues. We we don't even know what's going on because we're so young Right. we just have no idea and all we can think about is like like you said my parents not treating me the same anymore yeah. and it's because their own personal issues yeah
1: and I especially with my dad because like again I, I looked up to him so much mm-hmm. as a kid and then seeing him kind of like do a 180
0: mm-hmm. and be
1: very like you know aggressive towards like my mom and the whole situation like even visitation like we had to like meet somewhere because Ugh. yeah it was not it was bad bad mm-hmm. and so there were some years after they split up um, that me and my mom and my brother ended up moving away we went to Florida for a little bit and just mm-hmm. even before that we lived further in Texas from them and I didn't see my dad as much and after we moved to Florida it was around I was think I was in eighth grade. And I, I think it's crazy. I track that with music, too. Mm. Like, music that was, like, out around that time. Like,
0: oh, yeah, you kind of remember, like, the times in your life yeah. based on what music was, was Yeah, happening.
1: like, Drake's Take Care came out oh. around that same time, so, like, I was emo because my, my family yeah. was going through crap, but I was also listening to his stuff, and mm-hmm. I was in Florida. And in Florida, ironically they had so many, like, Drake leaks available, like, really? heard, like <laughs> dudes had CDs, and so I was listening to music <laughs> that I didn't know wasn't even out, wow. it was, like, Drake, mm-hmm. like, people, like, somehow had unreleased Drake music, so I was, like, deep into Drake, and people, it was stuff people never even heard, really, and, uh-huh. of course, Take Care, so, like, I, I tracked that at the same time, and then, after eighth grade, I ended up moving back to Texas, with okay. my mom and my brother, and I go to high school, you know, I was in mm-hmm. Fort Worth, so I went from Vienna, Florida to Fort Worth, like, than a year and wow. I still didn't see my dad so all throughout high school I never saw my dad
0: so how did you get back into music after
1: um, everything I think it was I think in in Florida there was this um, performing arts high school that my mom wanted me to go to and before then I wasn't again I wasn't doing music I had like a gap between the age of like 8 9 to like 13 14 of no music just I want to be an artist mm-hmm. um and I, I felt like, again, the, the take care of Drake time. I was like, I want to sing maybe or, or get back into drums. Mm-hmm. And um, I was a performing arts school arts high school in uh, Florida that I was going to audition for. I had no idea how to read music, by the way. <laughs> so Really? Yeah, that wasn't going to work out. <laughs> um, but I was at this middle school and there was this band director there that let me play drums in their concert. And in exchange... He helped me learn how to read a little bit. And he helped me learn how to play trombone a little bit.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And, um... Because their music program wasn't that great. And he saw a kid that could play naturally. (laughs) So he was just like, yeah,
0: okay, I'll help you. Oh, nice.
1: And so I was, like, trying to use that to get into this high school. I probably wasn't going to. Mm -hmm. And then things happened. My -hmm. family ends up going back to Texas. When I get Mm -hmm. back to Texas, there's a school that I went to for high school. Southwest high school. They have a thing called the FAME program. And it was like... They had, of course, band, orchestra, choir, and they had this thing called Contemporary Academy of Music, and it was taught by this guy, Mr. Petrilli, who's a big part of my life, and i again didn't play anything so i was like where do i fit in and, and that class was important because it was for kids i wanted to rap mm-hmm. sing play guitar start a rock band i was like oh that sounds like me <laughs> and i still ended up in band though because i told the counselor at the school i wanted i played music so she uh-huh. put me in orchestra i'm like that's not what that means that's
0: <laughs> right was, that's a different yeah. type of band <laughs> and i was like
1: stuck in that class and somehow i end up getting introduced to the head band director there okay and i told him i lied and told him i play trombone and he <gasps> pulled out this old raggedy bass trombone and said okay you'll be in the the bottom band oh
0: no way yeah and i
1: started from the bottom band and then my sophomore year I got into the second band and then I like went up from there you were just band.
0: like playing trombone? Yeah. And I actually <laughs> ended up getting good at it. Like
1: somehow I got good at it and I ended up like doing region competitions and
0: what? all that stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like, I made,
1: made Area twice and I was like, dude, this is That's I, awesome. I might do this. Yeah, I that is awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you it seems like music is just kinda natural to you just all like in general.
1: Yeah, I I think, like, of course, me wanting to do it helps, but, like, around that same time when I got in high school, I met Lewis and um, he needed a drummer in his band, Mm -hmm. and so that kind of reignited, like, me playing drums again, and um, it was us and this guy, Jack Bellamy, who, again, was another pivotal part of my life. It was just, like, this grungy-ish rock indie band or whatever, and (laughs) started playing at bars and stuff like that, and we got serious at bars yeah. and you were what 14? I was 14 14
0: that's crazy 15, 15. how did they how well did they it was like
1: open mics at first and of course we had to be x up on our hands
0: oh okay and, okay and we'd go with the dad 14, okay
1: yeah so i was but i was still the youngest even in the band lewis was like 16 jack mm-hmm. was like 17 18 so like okay and um we did that for years black market garden i was in that band for like years it was really important we ended up kind of going separate ways and me and lewis started cherry manches mm-hmm. um around 2017 but yeah like that was like my getting back and i never listened to that type of music i never really listened to rock music like that mm-hmm. um or indie rock music and lewis kind of got me into those bands like Weezer. just any band that was like he liked alternative uh-huh. rock bands and, and pop bands stuff like that he got me into and i was like oh i like this too and that's how I kind of got on that side too. So it was kind of like a spectrum. Like
0: you kind of expanded your your music. yeah
1: outside of R and B yeah and stuff like that. And now I listen to like everything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's
0: awesome. Um, so I want to definitely talk about you know your new your new album that came out. Um, but I know that you know with with your with your family and everything, um, they were a huge inspiration for mm-hmm. you with music. In your album, you know, you kind of shouted out your mom and you said, rest in peace. Yeah. So, mom, can you kind of talk a little bit about
1: yeah. that? Yeah. Um, so, in 2016, my mom passed away. It was around November. It was the day before my brother's birthday, actually. <gasps> oh, my, my brother. goodness. You um, said she had health issues. Yeah. Growing up, she, you know, she was struggling with diabetes and she had a heart attack when I was, like, seven and that never, you know, and then when I was, like, ten, she had, three minor strokes when she was on, like, a business mm-hmm. trip. So, like, in general, like, the things she experienced throughout her life and she was able to bounce back, you wouldn't even believe that that was true. So, like, mm-hmm. I think me and my siblings kind of got used to her.
0: Just being strong being, and being strong.
1: There. Being in the going to the hospital, coming back out. Mm-hmm. And um, at the time, I was, I was in Texas and my family was in Florida, including my little brother. And um, it was uh, my... It was my friend, I was in, I was at TCC with my freshman year, mm-hmm. and, um, I remember I got a call from my sister, and, and she was like, yeah, mom's in the hospital, I was like, okay, that's terrible, but, like, I knew, she'll get out, like, oh, like that. you kind of so just, were, I like, kind of, yeah, I was kind of like, she'll be okay, because like, okay. yeah. she is, yeah. yeah, and, and I could tell in her tone, she was like, no, mm-hmm. like, you need to fly out here, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, and so, you know, I, I got out there, she was in a coma at the time, and that oh, was gosh. rough, and, you know, again, she, you know, she passed on and my brother's birthday. And it, it was, it was, it was rough. And oh, I remember feeling like, okay, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, mm-hmm. I, I was, I was eight. Yeah, I was 18. i just turned 18 a few months before. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking like, I have to go back to Texas. I live there. I have a life there. Yeah. Um, But like, what do I do when I get back? Like, I was, I definitely went into like a depression. I, I dropped out of school. I didn't mm-hmm. like, like, I kind of focused on my music, but not really. Mm-hmm. Like I was in the van, but I wasn't really in it. Okay, it yeah. took me a couple months. Like I gained a whole bunch of weight. Like <laughs> I, was, I, I, like it was. I went through it for a minute. Yeah,
0: man. understandably so. Yeah,
1: and I didn't. I don't think. I think looking back now, I realized how bad it was. Yeah. Because I look at like pictures of how I look. Right. And I'm just like oh wow, this is bad. Mm-hmm. And um, I reunited with my dad after that time period. Like um, when I got uh-huh. back to Texas okay. and I lived, I lived with him. And I was around my family. I was playing music with him again, Aww. and it was okay. Like you know, I had some resentment towards him. Yeah. Like obviously, like like years of feeling a certain way, but then again, in 2018 he passed in a similar in a what? similar way yeah, of my dad. So and at the oh time my, my brother's gosh. in Florida, he came back to Texas and he was there for the funeral and everything, and then he ended up moving back here with me, my little my younger brother. And yeah, it was just like a double whammy, like yeah. two years in a row. I was just like. Yo.
0: That is tough.
1: And I think both of that just made me go, okay, they were both very talented people mm-hmm. but kind of didn't reach like the level I think I, I, I think there's a there's a there's a part of me that like I want people to know who I am. I don't need mm-hmm. to be like huge, but I can need people to see what I'm doing. And you wanna leave appreciate. a legacy. Yeah, I yeah. wanna leave something behind just mm-hmm. and and I think them not being here to see it kind of made mm-hmm. me Want to do it more? Usually, yeah. some people might feel like, "Oh, I don't care anymore." I, it made me kind of care more.
0: Yeah, like I want to make a name
1: for myself. Like yeah, something. definitely. So like, uh, that's why I had to. I didn't want to start an album not like shouting out my mom, especially because she was really, she's very supportive. Like again, my senior year of high school, I didn't, I didn't mention that. My senior year of high school, I stayed in Texas while my, my mom moved to Florida mm-hmm. because I felt so. I felt so glued here mm-hmm. and I felt like something was gonna happen here. I was like I can't mm-hmm. go to Florida and then like go to college in Florida and not be around Lewis and people I already met. Like I mm-hmm. said, like something's gonna happen. I have to stay here. Yeah. And which was huge. My mom like that was a huge thing. She was like, you know, so I had my own apartment and things of that wow. nature. Like I I was here, like grinding. Mm-hmm. So like I couldn't like let her do that because like, she just not she wanted to leave me mm-hmm. it was a big a big decision me her and my band director sat down for that and try to figure that out so yeah. like when her not being here I was like I have to make something happen
0: yeah after I that. can't let her down yeah, yeah
1: definitely like that and um yeah I still to this day that's still a very big part of what, how I, like my inspiration yeah. I keep it going.
0: that's that's a really good drive to have you yeah. know a lot of people especially in the art field like, we kind of just lose motivation. So to have that internal motivation of, you know, your parents that are unfortunately no longer here is something that's always going to be ingrained in you.
1: Yeah.
0: That's really, really awesome. I want to talk more positive stuff. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Let's brighten it up a little bit.
0: (laughs) So Dreams and Things just came out. And honestly, I love it. I think it's one of the best albums that came out this year. Like, I literally... Have been listening to it, and I, I'll just like turn it on, and I'm like, I'm so happy for this because like 2020 is such a bummer, yeah. And so yeah. like for for us to be able to end it, you know, with your album coming out, like it's so hopeful. I think that's my favorite thing about the album is there's so much hope and motivation and just like like it makes you just want to like yeah i want to do music i want to do <laughs> okay, art like yeah, yeah it kind of puts a little fire under me thank you
1: thank you
0: can you um so like can you tell tell us a little bit about like the work that you put um that, that w- all went into it and yeah. like how do you feel now that you've released it
1: um man 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 man, man, man. so um earlier this year um you know chairman's has released our, our album and everything and um it was around the same time like like everyone's like, okay, we gotta quarantine, we gotta, like, around March, like, you know, everyone's gonna shut down, which was sucked at first, cause I was like, dang, like, we just like, released yeah. this album, like, yeah. like, I can't do anything, we came from a show, and uh, my brother was living with me, and he makes. Shout beats out and, Colin. Yeah, shout out crazy old <laughs> Colin. Um, and uh, I remember I recorded this song, Royalty, mm-hmm. the, the verse, I, I recorded love that, that song. Song. <laughs> <laughs> the, the beat. I remember I was at work, and my, I, I was listening to this Drake song or something And I text my brother I was like, bro, I need you to make a beat That's like, sounds like You would hear it on the radio By Drake And I was like, he was like, uh, dude, you don't need to be copying someone else But I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're right, Key, Please still make this <laughs> um, And I remember this was before I started Really wanting to work on an album This is before I wanted to rap I told him, and this was probably before March actually It was like January I pull up to the house, he has a mic and stuff ready I I'm writing the my verse like as I'm don't text and drive kids, but I was writing <laughs> my verse as I'm driving home. I'm
0: guilty of that too. Yeah, <laughs> and I get
1: I get in there and he pl- plays the beat and this is no they had no hook, no nothing, mm-hmm. and I just I just put that part in, and him going, bro, are you a rapper now? I was like, I think I might be. Wow. And this is in January. So, so like
0: January was when you kind of started
1: like, like forming, like yeah, like I want to rap, and like a little bit before that. Right. Me and the royal fam people, like, I'd sing on, on hooks for them. And, like, we, oh, okay. we would rap around, but it was never serious. Mm-hmm. I never felt like I could actually really yeah. be a rapper. And so I felt inspiration that time we did that song. It was just nothing. It went away. Like, I didn't think about it. Uh-huh. I was just like, yeah, that's a cool thing I did. And around March, I was like, man, if I'm going to be in the house or if I'm going to not be able to perform or see my band, like, I'm just going to do my own music. And I, so I sat with him, and I was like, all right, let's revisit that royalty song. I'm going to write a hook. And let's just start cranking out music. I started reaching out to other producers in Royal Fam, uh, mm-hmm. Jalen Dwayne, uh, Mo, who raps on the song and also produced two songs. Jalen produced two songs and Cosma, who produced two songs on that on the album and rapped one. Mm-hmm. I reached out to them. I was like, "Yo, send me just send me beats, send me stuff." And Colin, of course, is a machine. He was making beats.
0: How old is your your younger brother?
1: He just turned twenty in November. Oh, so Um, yeah yeah. so talented. So like he was um he learned taught himself how to like engineer and do all these things like on his own and i was just like man like why do i need to go to studio like dude you live here let's just do this let's take this seriously let's make a mixtape let's make Um, an album let's do something yeah and um so it started with royalty and then attention i did with 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 chemo mo he um Saying on it and also produced the beat mm-hmm. and I recorded with him and then Colin mixed it and I was like bro like as it kept going on and I was like yeah this might be something mm-hmm. the issue was my brother's computer is not built for
0: that I understand that. yeah he has that a laptop that's like <laughs>
1: nah it's made for like soccer moms to like yeah. check their email mm-hmm. and so it would crash and oh there was a point goodness. in time where like it crashed once and deleted it.
0: Bro. <gasps> okay, I'm already like I'm hurt. Like my heart hurts hearing that.
1: Everything. i re- and, like, oh my gosh. I think I was at like seven songs at the time, and I was like, <gasps> yo.
0: No. He like had a
1: breakdown. It was bad. Like he was. I was. I was at, I was at work. He called <gasps> me. He's like, yeah, oh my
0: dude, gosh, I'm about music. to cry. <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: like, bro, all the music's gone. And I was like, what do you mean it's gone? He's like, it's gone.
0: Oh my goodness! And
1: yeah, so it was a struggle, and we ended up like kind of saving some of the yeah. stuff. Yeah, but we had to redo a lot of things, which I'm glad.
0: So, so let me ask you this: Was is what is on the album now close to the original, uh, or is it? It's close, like
1: it's close. Like it, there was like royalty, we were able to save that. And um, oh my goodness! I, but I think like a lot of other songs, I ended up just not redoing, and then the ones I really liked, I ended up redoing.
0: yeah.
1: And. Um, Whew. Yeah, it was stress. It was stressful. See,
0: that's that's happened to me, like with videos yeah. and, and pictures, Ooh. and yeah, I can understand. It's like, the it's, worst.
1: It's the worst feeling, and um, it's but, a different
0: kind of loss. Yeah, because it's like I
1: really like don't know, like because it's like literally work. It's like because we worked on like I I work for Amazon, so I drive mm-hmm. for, like five days a week, sometimes six days a week. So like anytime we work, it's like mm-hmm. right when I get off. Of word, mm-hmm. or on the weekends yeah. like so it's like it, if we if, if, if we weren't able to just like redo everything like it we would have been messed up. it would have been messed up right um so yeah like like the other producers on the that made the beats like i'm close to them we're close and colin just kind of took all of that and helped me like because a lot of times i'd be recording and i had no confidence mm-hmm. and he'd just be like bro like oh, he's, this is he's how your hype man. yeah he really <laughs> he really is and and, and And, like, crafting songs was a struggle because it's a computer. But, like, creatively, it worked. Like, you know, the song with Cherry Mantis. I knew, like, I knew going into the mixtape or album what I wanted. Like, when I did Dreams Mm -hmm. first, Mm -hmm. I knew I wanted that to be the last song. So I was just like, who do I want on it? Because I do want some type of like... I, again, I wasn't that confident as a rapper. I was like, I need a feature. I need a feature.
0: Just a high Yeah, like, I
1: need a feature. And I was like, Lottie. I heard Lottie on Leilun's song, um, what was it, Mr. Freeze? Oh. And I was like, yeah, Lottie can rap. Like I, no, I I'm know. No, yeah, I, I've known Lottie for a minute. And I was like, yeah, he can actually rap. Yeah. So I hit him up. I'm like, yo, can you rap on this song? He's like, yeah. To send me the beat. I was like, oh, no, it doesn't exist yet. <laughs> it's in my head. I was like, I have, I have a song in my head. And he was just like. And um,
0: you got to write to it right now. Yeah, I was like, it's yeah, just like, have a,
1: I said, it's about, like, dreaming and stuff. And he was like, okay. And then, yeah. then me and That's Colin. exactly how he said. Yeah, yeah. So me and Colin sat down and he, like, we found a sample by Lucky Day. He's amazing. I love him. And we crafted the beat. He, mm-hmm. Colin made the beat. And I was like, this is exactly what I want to sound wow. like send it to Lottie. Mm-hmm. He has the verse like that. Like he comes in. He had more than actually I needed from him. He was like cuz like he came in and recorded it in in our in our um, little duplex. And I remember him like stop like us uh, stopping him at the part that it's over and he's like, "Oh, dude, I have another whole half of a verse." i was like, "No, this is good." <laughs> uh-huh. And um I didn't have anything written. Again, like I was just like going off of like what it sounded like in my head. Yeah. He made his verse like the very next day I finished the wow. song. And then, you know, it is really i dropped that and i was very nervous about releasing a single because i'd never done it before
0: yeah i was really shocked because you know i have i had only seen you like a handful of times and mostly at shows like as a drummer so i'm like okay cool and then i think pat had mentioned to me he's like justin can actually really sing and i was like really (laughs) like i i i had never heard you sing and he's like yeah you can really sing and so like when you dropped just even dreams, I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was
1: my main reaction from everyone. Was like, "Oh, you actually sing?" I was like, "Yeah,
0: okay, yeah. yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit."
1: And so, like that song, and just everything else, kind of fell into place. Like, um, Sammy was another producer, me and Colin worked with, who did Lifestyle, and he's a kid I went to high school with. All these people oh, I went to high school with, um, and he was like a freshman when I was a senior, I think, or, or, or freshman when I was a junior. And just everyone I, everyone that worked on that album and helped me craft it, I I know them very, very well. And like, so, so it's a very
0: it, personal album. Yeah,
1: it was not like I was, like, emailing people, like, hey, send me a beat. It was really, yeah. like, we worked on it.
0: I think that's where you get, like, the the best music is when you know and trust the people you work with. Because yes. there's that true connection underneath the music.
1: Yeah, I and I remember saying that to Colin, um... Because, you know, after a while, it was, it was getting... We were, you know, we'd argue every day. Like, it was getting bad. Oh, but no. I, yeah, it was <laughs> bad. And... I was
0: going to ask you how it was working with your brother. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. okay, first of all, working as, with artists, like, I... I guess, like, for me, I've always been, like, solo. Like, I'll take photos and, and that's it. But, like, mm-hmm. working with Dreamwaves with, like, Damien, Leah, and Mikeil, like, I've learned that I have to take other people's opinions into yes. A consideration. Yes. And I think that, for me, was a, a struggle. So- I think,
1: for, <laughs> for me, I, me being in a band, being in chairmans has helped uh, me, like,
0: okay, be okay. able
1: to collaborate. But for him, he's a producer and he wraps himself. You know, he's kind of coming oh, really? into his own. Okay. But he's always worked alone. He mm-hmm. produces his own beats. He did mm-hmm. like you know. So for me, for and when he's worked with artists, they were just like, "Hey, bro, just send me a beat. That's it." Like and they he's never like, gave him them. An yeah, like it was yeah, just yeah. like, "Yo, would well, that beats fire?" Like I'll rap on me. I'm like, no, like, don't do change. this. Let's change this. Hey, let's sit down and make a and beat together. Yeah, and he'd be like, make a beat together. I'm like, yeah, like I'm not. I, I would tell him like I'm not just a <laughs> rapper that wants you to just make. A beat. I want to. Uh-huh. I want this song to sound like what's in my head. Yeah. yeah. So I like I have ideas too. And th- at first, it was like a shock to his system
0: it's a whole ego thing like yeah I've realized that as artists like we're all we all have an ego a certain ego about our art so it's like (laughs) wait so you want me to change it So yeah. it's not good enough for you Yeah Exactly
1: that Like there was That was spoken From him And I was like Colin it's not that I don't think you're great It's just like I want us I want when I put it out I don't go yeah. Man I wish we would've Did yes, this Yes yeah yeah So eventually we got To that point I mean we still argued But we still got To the point where Even when people Would send us beats We changed certain things To make it sound like to make it fit into my mold, and, mm-hmm. and it worked really well. That's like awesome. me and him, that's that's the team. So,
0: would you say that it is what exactly what you envisioned? Like everything yeah. is what you wanted? Because
1: because originally I was gonna do like ten songs, then I was gonna do like four, and then I was gonna do like. I, it changed so much, but at at the same time, when I got to the mental space of like, this is what I wanted to be from beginning to end, and where I wanted to play songs. Like when I listen to it, which I don't, by the way, I, people always ask me if I listen to that the mixtape of the album i don't <laughs> because i listened when we finally finished it which was very last minute by the way i listened to it so much in the order to make sure it sounded like what i thought it oh, was okay like. so now i'm just like yeah please don't play that song around because <laughs> i've heard it so many times and, and 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 but like i knew like i love the way it flows i'll say that like because it, yes. it went the way i wanted to there
0: is a really really good flow my question though i was kind of so the the album's called dreams and things so i was a little confused where things started <laughs> you know and dreams ended.
1: yeah yeah
0: i was uh, like hold up <laughs> yeah i
1: remember my brother being like why don't you make dreams the first song which may would have made sense maybe but i thought like whatever yeah, tell me I'll a just... little
0: bit more about your your thought process the name, the name
1: dreams and things is honestly comes from a very fat place uh there's this thing at this place called zaxby's and it's a meal you can get it's called wings and things. Oh,
0: I've heard Oh my god.
1: <laughs> and I remember I remember thinking like I wanted the cover to look look like a chicken box. It was so corny. Whatever. Um <laughs> but when I made dreams, I still I heard that as a as a last song. Uh-huh. I never thought of that really starting it. So I when I made to when I went to make things that wasn't the name of the song at first. But okay. then I was like, "Oh, what if this was the what if cuz this is the intro, what if I just named it things?" Yeah. To kind of like tie the whole thing together and maybe I thought about Kendrick's um, album where it was like the the um, the idea that you could play it from the beginning to end, yeah. but also play it. Okay, from so the, I
0: I kind of thought that I was like, yeah. did he do this on purpose? Yeah, so I, kinda, kinda, <laughs> I I took that approach
1: of like you could play it from beginning to end, but you also yeah. play it from the end to the beginning. Yeah. So that yeah
0: yeah okay. you caught me you caught okay. me that's what I was thinking. I was like I was so <laughs> so it's funny like for me um, as like a photographer I'll like I'll take a photo and then I'll see certain things and I'll be like. Oh look! Yeah. This sim- quote unquote symbolizes this, yeah. even though I didn't mean that's for not it, at all it what you're to. Going yeah, exactly. For. Yeah,
1: that's what <laughs> ended up kind of happening.
0: Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. So yeah, I, I truly love the album. I think it's um, it's thank a really you. really thank, good thank hit. You. Yeah. I'm blushing, I'm blushing I seriously like would not be surprised if royalty was a, like on the radio. I think I think he, y'all need to send it out. just Right? For I think seriously, yeah,
1: we, we're kind of shy. We should be too shy. Yeah um yeah i like that song too it 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 kind of like got old again that was the first song i like rap rapped on so you're kind
0: of over it oh well, yeah a little it. bit <laughs> but I,
1: it was mainly i was tired of the verse when i got crystal on it um, i love her voice yeah i went to high school her with her voice. too she was um yeah like two grades below me yeah. and we were in that class together that contemporary academy mm-hmm. art oh, whatever okay. class and she was a singer she was really shy and timid then but she always, I don't want to say, this sounds, wow, that sounds bad. I don't want to say she looked up to me. That sounds like I'm fooling myself. But, like, at that time, <laughs> my senior year, I was, like, doing a lot like, uh-huh. in the program and stuff and in jazz band. And, mm-hmm. and um, I remember in high school, like, you know, we'd try to work on songs and stuff like that. But she wasn't really, she wasn't confident in her okay. voice and stuff like that. But I remember um, when I was making the song, I was like, I, I, made, I wrote the verse, I mean, I wrote the chorus. And I was like, I don't want to sing this. Like, this is, I need, I want, I want a female voice. Uh-huh. And I thought about different people. Then I was like, what if Crystal, like, wonder if she's still Aww. singing? And I messaged her and she was like, What's I messaged her and she was like, shocked. She was like, you want me on a song? Like, really? Like, I don't know. And we found a date. She came in and, and laid it down and, we worked on it, and I was just like this is cool like this That's sounds awesome. what I this is yeah. what, I, what I wanted it to sound like yeah and eventually you know she's got some stuff she's writing herself and eventually we'll get together and I'll help her make her own project I'm, I'm nice. looking forward to that
0: I love her voice so I am looking forward as well to hearing more from her yeah um, so you've mentioned, you know, in our conversation so far, you've mentioned a lot of different artists. So can can you talk a little bit about your, your musical inspirations and who you look up to and, you know, yeah. kind of inspires your music?
1: Um, I've, you know, mentioned him about 50 million times already, Drake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like the first, again, Lil Wayne was my favorite rapper for a minute, mm-hmm. but Drake, I think, was the first rapper that I kind of, like, gravitated to because he was singing and rapping.
0: Let me ask you this, as a yeah. as a singer slash rapper, like... I I've listened to different types of rap, and I feel mm-hmm. like with um, like nowadays, there's a certain type of rap that I can't like I can't put my finger on it. It's like a sing rap. Yeah, you everyone like rapper. Ch- yeah, chance rapper. So I'm like, is that rap guys? or is that R and B? Are you singing? <laughs> it's so
1: it's so like mixed now, uh-huh. and I think when I really wanted to like become a singer rapper, I knew that there were probably people would call me a rapper mm-hmm. or they'll call me a singer, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with both. Mm-hmm. And that I know that now. And again, I kind of attribute Drake and like T Pain and people like that to making it so mm-hmm. popular to sing and rap. Yeah. That like that's just how I feel like it's gonna be like that for a minute until mm-hmm. maybe we go back to people just straight rapping. But mm-hmm. that type of sing-rap, I think yeah. it. I think you're able to get out emotion a lot better in that in that way when you're rapping. True. So like, I think it's gonna be a thing for a fluid. minute. Yeah. You know, like music fluidity. Yeah, yeah. It really is like. um, like yeah, like like Chance the Rapper. His name's Chance the Rapper, but he sings a lot. Yeah. He sings a lot, and that's just kind of that's kind of where hip hop is right now. And I'm yeah. I'm definitely okay with it because I don't feel like I'm that great of a rapper. And I don't feel like I'm that great of a singer. So if I can do both
0: and kind of mix
1: them <laughs> up mix them up a little bit and it's okay, then I'm gonna continue to do that. I gotcha.
0: Yeah. So Drake is, is a big one for yes, you. Drake, Who else?
1: Anderson yeah. Pack because I remember when I first saw him, it was like 2015, 2016, and I, I thought his voice was great. I thought it was unique. And then I saw him play drums, and I was like, what? He stole my thing. I wanted to do that. But like, <laughs> No, I looked up to him because he, his voice is very different, but he's a drummer. He's a musician, yeah. too. So,
0: like, something that you, someone you can look up to. Definitely.
1: Like, I definitely want to do a show where I'm drumming and singing and, like, whatever, and, and make more music. Definitely Next Project. I want to make a little bit more live music, too. Mm-hmm. Um, him... Kanye West, of course, like, I think he's really the godfather of a lot of the sound that we, you know, him and Kid Cudi are, like, the godfathers of, mm-hmm. of where we are right now. Um,
0: yeah, like 808s. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's
1: really important, and I, again, that around that time period when I was listening to music, Kanye was another rapper, that mm-hmm. like, I was like, man, he's different, he's not talking about, like, guns and stuff like that, it's stuff mm-hmm. that I can't relate to, like, my life, I struggled, but mm-hmm. I wasn't in the streets, mm-hmm. so I need, like, the rappers I like kind of reflect that yeah. you know, Bob um, is another one. That kind of he—he he was musically genre fluid, mm-hmm. you know. And usually, rappers like that are the ones I lean towards. Yeah, as inspiration, definitely, definitely.
0: Yeah, I can definitely, um, you know, from dreams and things, I can hear a lot of. Uh, similarities you know i never want to compare any artist to another because we're all so different but yeah like i can see some inspiration that you've taken and another one that i can kind of see is you know childish gambino yes oh my (laughs) gosh
1: i can't can't believe i didn't mention him when i when when because the internet came out i bought the cd and i was just like glued to it for years Um. like Because, again, I wanted to direct and act and kind of do stuff like that. And he does everything.
0: He does everything. (laughs) He's, like,
1: the the savant. He's, like, the goat. He can really do it all. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of nerdy or not, like, Mm -hmm. and that's how I feel. So, like
0: you related yeah I
1: really feel like Gambino's probably the closest person I could like relate to Mm -hmm. because even then even with Drake and his sound and stuff I I love but like him as a person I don't see like us being the best of friends Mm -hmm. but like I could see myself like being cool with Donald Walker. like I So I remember when you compared me and my brother to him and his brother, I was like, oh, (laughs) that means so much. That means so much. Because I really do look up to him. I can't Mm -hmm. believe I didn't say his name. Thank you for saying.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he's definitely my biggest inspiration. So I I always, like, I love artists who love him because he, he does everything. And I feel like he's truly... An inspiration he should be to all of us. Like he deserves more props than he gets. I feel yeah, because he's so like versatile.
1: Yeah, and 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 like most people that do a lot of things, sometimes one thing suffers. But I don't feel that way about him, and I really I strive to be like that Mm -hmm. myself.
0: That's so. That's kind of the dream for Dreamwaves is we want to work with with Donald Glover. So, yeah. (laughs) Get on board with us. I definitely... Dreams
1: and things. Dreams and waves. Let's let's do it.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, which of the artists um that you've listed so far you know as your inspirations which artist would you love to collab with like who
1: i I think gambino really what would you
0: want to do with him
1: i think i'd want to do because i I remember because the internet he wrote a script to it too yeah and like shot some like videos that kind of all made a story something like that i'd like to really sit down and like create a whole media Mm -hmm. thing with him 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 and Kanye, Kanye's—you know—he's kind of off it sometimes. Maybe I, I don't, don't know how know that would work. Right yeah, <laughs> he's he's all I over the know. place, you know. <laughs> so I don't think that would work. But Gambino, me and him—I feel like we can make something yeah. pretty magical. I
0: feel like you and I have pretty similar music tastes because Kanye was. So I actually did not listen to rap at all. My um, I had a best friend in high school that got me into rap because he got mm. me into like Lupe Fiasco, oh, I Kanye, love Lupe. yeah, I love Lupe. and like a lot of underground rappers mm-hmm. um, and. So, I, like, I wrote poetry and stuff, and then one day, um, he sent me, my friend sent me this, this, uh, video of Kanye on Def Jam Poetry.
1: Doing, uh, what's that song? Uh, Bittersweet. Yeah, oh my god. And, like,
0: I was, I was taken aback because I didn't really like rapping because I associate, I was the type of person that, like, uh, I was associating rap with, like, you know, talking about guns and drugs. Yeah, yeah. So, I was like, I don't think I like rap. But when he when he performed that, I was like, wait, is this rap or is this poetry? Right, right. And I was like, wow, so, like, you can actually, like, speak poetry yeah. and people listen. And I just, it was very mind-blowing to me. So I think I started listening to more rap and, and really getting into, like, hip-hop, rap, yeah. R&B because of that.
1: And Kendrick Lamar is another artist. Oh, I, yeah. Like, because I think, and I think that it's recent. Like, the past probably three years, I really got into him. Um, I remember when I first heard him was years ago, but I think recently when I knew I wanted to, like, rap rap, Mm -hmm. I was like, he is a really great, like, storyteller. He really, like, paints a picture. And I, like, you know, I don't, again, that's not my style. Like, I'm not really in the style of Kendrick Lamar, but that's, he is definitely another inspiration as far as, like, where I want to go musically. Yeah, He's he's up there. He's up there. Him and Thundercat are a dream team. I like them
0: so let's talk local collapse yeah so you're you know you're a member of cherry mantis who we love and i know you said that you and Luis have known each other for a while and y'all formed cherry mantis how did y'all meet the other members um
1: well that's a story yeah we started cherry mantis while we were in the other band um just to branch out and make kind of a different sound and um Jenna, Michael, they both went to UTA, and that's how, so they knew Lewis, and Gabe went to my high school, again, his older sister and I were really close, Mm -hmm. Um, and like my senior year, we were pretty close, and I knew Gabe because he was in jazz band, he played upright bass in jazz band, Mm -hmm. and I knew he was a really talented kid, his family's talented and stuff, and so we were starting the band out, he was the first member to join, Besides, we had another bass player, great guy, Adam, but it ended up not working out, but we were in a band with him, and Gabe joined first. He was like 15, 15 or sixteen when he joined us. And um, wow, he, I, I saw a video he put on his Instagram playing guitar, and I was like, "Yo, this guy is good, good." So he joined a couple months later. Michael joined after that. Jenna joined, and like that's where we had the lineup we got today.
0: Nice. Yeah, so all- By the way, I love your your song featuring Cherry Mantis on your yeah. album because like you, you like so when I was listening to that, like I it took me to caves. Like <laughs> my, my surrounding became that caves. Is so
1: funny because <laughs> that's exactly like where my mind was. Really? Like because I remember the that one show. The show, yes! <laughs> with the song, like.
0: I okay. That night was probably one of the best <laughs> Arlington nights ever. And so yeah. I was like. Wow. I'm taking aback right now because yeah. it's, I, I just envisioned me and Pat and then y'all are singing your song and I still have the recording of y'all playing. Yeah.
1: yeah. There's a video <laughs> I have on my phone of you and you yeah, and yeah. are in the video. Like, <laughs> that's so crazy. That, but that's exactly that's where, where it I was when I was trying to like make that song. And I knew before I started out, I was like, I want some type of song with Cherry Mantis. And they, none of them sounded like the one we ended up getting. And I'm glad we did this
0: one.
1: I worked exc- exclusively with Lewis and, and Gabe on that one Like mm-hmm. Lewis, I was working with Lewis Really hard to try to write a song Originally it was just Going to be me and him Trying to come up with something Because we We write a lot of the music for, for Cherry Mantis So I mean Everyone writes mm-hmm. But you know Me and him were kind of The team a little bit mm-hmm. And um, we sat down And he, we were going through Different bass lines And trying to come up With different ideas And he played that bass line That's in the beginning of the song And I was like Dude that's it Like that That's good I like that And we ended up like me, him, and my brother Sat in my room for like hours Trying to figure out Different chords And and made that song Then I had Gabe nice. come in and, and write the guitar Little guitar parts over it mm-hmm. Again I had no words <laughs> I was just like This song is gonna be about What it's like To like play in the scene What it's like to be in the scene A little bit mm-hmm. And I wanted Cherry Man To have a feature That was nice. my only like i wanted to feel different from the other songs mm-hmm. on the album and that and that here it is people really like that song
0: yeah I'm it's glad they do. yeah it's it just kind of encapsulates uh, is that the right word yeah that, that's it okay. that's it, <laughs> um, <laughs> it kind of encapsulates like the entire arlington music scene i feel like yeah. it's just like the fact that you've been shouted out artemis funk i was like which is oh, the I band i mean that's that
1: the, i think yeah. artemis funk i think there's a group there is a group of that kind of like you think of when you think of Mm, of um, like arlington arlington them abel delilah Mm -hmm. anything lottie's in really yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah, seriously (laughs) and and i just knew like artemis funk is like that's the band i think of outside of outside of my own band like i think of artemis Mm -hmm. funk a lot so i I had to get that bar in there somewhere (laughs) yeah
0: Uh, speaking of lottie by the way um so i've seen you collab with him you know with dreams Mm -hmm. and um with sila i know y'all did a couple things with sila can
1: yeah. you talk a little bit about about that yeah sila sila album volume one i i am very happy is with you, that is
0: you lottie and preach me
1: lottie preach and uzo like a okay. black mamba mm-hmm. or mambo my bad my bad uzo, <laughs> don't beat me up buff. um yeah i i i can't even remember how that started i can again it was in this like quarantine time like where everyone's like itching to make music um Lottie really loves me as a drummer like it's a little bit like like dude do you think I'm that good like I don't th- I think I'm okay but he really loved I-, I I knew that we were gonna eventually do something together and him bringing me in with with Uzo we sat in the garage and just like mm-hmm. made random stuff mm-hmm. and his garage you know the sila house yeah is it- really like it's a place to curate some really cool yeah. stuff mm-hmm. and I've met some cool people just being around Lottie in that garage
0: he's probably one of the I'd say him and Garrett.
1: Yeah. Like they're, they're both the... they're
0: both pretty much like so, like Silas stands for support your local artist, mm-hmm. and that's something that you know Lottie created and, and started hashtagging, and I think it's become like almost a household name now.
1: Yeah, and yeah. Like Scylla is, yeah, is is, is just, the scene. Too. Yeah,
0: it really, really is, and so I I just love that y'all collaborated because. You know, like, I feel like he he's really good about bringing artists together. Definitely.
1: Definitely. Lottie, Lottie is, uh, in, in many ways, he's kind of doing what Gambino's doing in a, in a local yeah, setting. Like, And I remember really talking is. to him about that when he I first everything. met him. Yeah, Lottie <laughs> does everything. And I remember telling him, I was like, man, like, that's... You're in a bunch of bands. I'm trying to be in a bunch of bands. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's inspirational. And he's really... He helped as far as encouraging me during, during making my mixtape. Like he really, because he yeah, really he sees. A lot. Yeah, yeah, he really, but he really sees me in a light that I don't even see myself mm-hmm. in some days. He's really like, he's very encouraging. Yeah, as far as like he sees a future. With yeah, Justin King. You know, like he's I like that. so
0: he's a teacher. He's a mathematician. Yeah. He does like he tutors and stuff. So he has that really nice like
1: teaching yeah, he's vibe to very him. Very much. A teacher. He's and he's he's very supportive of my brother. He helps Aww. him out and him and our brother are gonna be working on some music too so yeah he definitely got teacher vibes yeah
0: <laughs> so how what what do you think that like how big of an impact do you think sila has has had on arlington and the dfw scene
1: i think it's like because he's i don't think there's anyone that lottie doesn't know i remember well, I, feel, I remember yeah. t- i remember telling him when we were talking about my um my my project and everything and the Sila and, and sharing it with everyone and, and he's just being like, um, yeah, you know, I'm talking to this person, this person and I meet someone and I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm working with Lottie. And he, oh, you know Lottie? I'm like, mm-hmm. yes. He, he has a way of he's making you feel, yeah, making you feel welcome though yeah. in his home. Yeah. You you come in there and it's just like you do whatever you want and he's just like, whatever sticks, let's do that. And yeah. I think that's a, I think that's gonna really impact the scene whenever we get out of this situation yeah. whenever that is hopefully sometime next year i yeah. think it's gonna show like he's created a unity he really has in within silo i think mm-hmm. that's impacted like the way we view collaboration like yeah people collab a lot in that like you know i met um these rappers free black is a rap group because they were in the garage, mm-hmm. and we ended up playing for them at this show. Yeah, and uh, uh, hopefully in the future I'll do music with them. So I, I Lottie is just—he's like the curator guy. He's he
0: really guy. is. And
1: I really appreciate what he does for us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Lottie. Shout out to Lottie, Lottie
1: man. <laughs> I make fun of him a lot. Me and Preach get on him a lot. For it's his funny. Feet. Yeah. For, <laughs> yo! Yo! for his feet, his knees, everything. <laughs> I love them. I love yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so he and Pat have the same like the same birthday oh, yeah. and they're both Scorpios. And so naturally, you know, I just I love them both. By the way, what's your sign?
1: I'm a cancer. <gasps> I
0: I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> that's why oh my gosh, that's why we vibe. And yeah. that's why we like Pat and Lottie yeah, because was... cancer is a scorpio. And
1: my brother's a scorpio. <gasps> no yeah, way. Yeah, my oh my a goodness. Scorpio. Yeah.
0: I love my water signs. Like <laughs> I always shout out water signs. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, <laughs> we've talked about Lottie, we've talked about Sila Um you also have Royal Fam. You've mentioned Royal Fam yeah. a little bit and you know, I heard that name in the album as well. Can you tell us a little bit about about that?
1: Royal Fam is Oh, I'd say it's a label. It's um it's me. It consists of me. I'm the president, you know. We gotta, gotta You're the we gotta get you. <laughs> me, <laughs> right? Um, the CEO, Mo. You know, he's a rapper, producer himself. Uh, me, him, my brother. Um, a guy named Cosmo is a great producer. His, his younger brother, Jalen Dwayne. Um, another rap, local, local rapper from Fort Worth, Birdo. He's the vice president. And wow. this guy named Chosen, R&B singer. Me and my brother are producing his album. Wow. it will be coming out next spring. It's really good. He's a really good singer. He's got some... Um, I'm not leaving anybody out. And our friend Ty is a DJ. Um, and also also helps with promotion. So I pretty. yeah, that's that's everybody. I didn't leave When
0: them did out. Royal fam start?
1: Um, we all knew each other. We were all again in that contemporary class taught by patrilli, and we used to mm-hmm. all kind of be in there making beats and rapping and freestyling, like that was during high school. But when we graduated, it kind of like became like okay, we gotta take it seriously. Burdo he's he's really popular like Westside Fort Worth like that's where he's from and like he, he makes a certain type of rap music that like people really can like you know get with and he's been rapping you know like all of us kind of started around 2017 18 2018 mm-hmm. um, and I think it was around the end of 2017 when we kind of came together and was like hey let's start this thing chemo. Mo or whatever. He came up with the name and, and, and got someone to do the logo and really was like, hey, this could be a group of rappers, producers that come together. We're all friends. We all have talent. Let's let's come together and try to make something happen. And all of them released music this year, and, 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 and um, they helped me with my album. And we're all kind of, it feels like a, a Young Money or like a, a, a TD mm-hmm. type situation, like Kendrick's group or Dreamville, like we're all just a group of creators that like help each other out you know we love each other's music and, mm-hmm. and um i really i i you know we all you know we argue it's like family royal fam is a good name for it because we all <laughs> we, we disagree a lot <laughs> but we all have the same agenda like we all yeah. love music all types of music yeah we make rap music and r&b but we love all types of music and, you know, they, they, they're they supportive of chair and stuff like that. And I think this next year we're going to kind of come up on doing a little bit more. We're getting together. We'd love to work with you guys, actually. We're getting together with photographers to make like a, a Royal Femme Pictures thing. Oh, like, we're Yeah, we're, we're kind of broadening our horizon on that stuff. But, yeah, it's a label of friends. That's the mm-hmm. best way of, of putting it in words. Mm-hmm. And um, I think this album to me I think is the first one that I think more people are like seeing who like, who is Royal Fam mm-hmm. and um, you know again they, there's a lot of work being put in and next year yeah. you're gonna hear a lot from other Royal Fam people so you know I'm excited I'm excited for us yeah
0: well congratulations it sounds like you have a really solid
1: group yeah and... it's a team like we just we just appointed all of our roles and everything oh, really? a couple weeks ago nice. so it's it's getting we're gonna get a you know LLC and all that yeah. stuff it's getting it's getting tight
0: Nice. Together. Well, good luck with with the the future of Royal
1: Fam. Thank it sounds you. like it's
0: we're gonna be hearing a lot of from from y'all.
1: Yes, ma'am, definitely.
0: So with with goals, you know, um, you mentioned different goals with Royal Fam for the mm. next coming year. What are your personal goals for twenty twenty one?
1: Oof, twenty twenty one. I'm really just trying to. I'm working on. I'm already starting like different music for myself and. Um, just last week, me and Cherry Mantis went in to record some music. Ooh. Um, we had, we we wrote a lot of music over this time period. Like so.
0: That's I, good. I don't
1: know exactly how. We're not. We we have plans for how we're gonna release the different stuff, but it's a lot coming from that. Me, Lewis, and Gabe from Cherry Mantis started another band with Roxy Acuna and mm-hmm. our friend Kai on keys called Dream Dream Feed. Feed Yeah, mm-hmm. and like that we it's totally different it's more it's more r&b soul rockish things going on over there and so we, we're, we're working on that we're gonna record music with that and i just those two things are very important to me along with royal fam and as far as just goals for next year i just want to get the music out to yeah. everyone and and um i you know of course i want the the, the big the big things but yeah. I really just want to focus on making really good music that people like and that I'm confident with. Because even with Dreams and Things, I was, like, not going to release it so no. many times. <laughs> like, it was originally going to come out in September. Mm. Then I scrapped, like, half the songs. Like, I, I'm oh really, like, anal. Like, I'm, like, yeah, yeah. I'm really, like, it has to be.
0: Because it's going to be out there forever. Exactly. <laughs> like,
1: and I would tell my brother. He's, like, bro, why are you why are you not putting out this song and why aren't you? And I'm yeah. just, like, dude, I don't want to be embarrassed. Like, I yeah. want... There, and there's still some stuff I wish I could have changed a little bit but
0: I'm exactly like you I guess it's a cancer thing now that I know you're a cancer <laughs> but yeah, like probably like I'm I always say I'm like I'm, I'm so sorry I'm very particular mm-hmm. like and it'll be like very little details and yes. I know people get annoyed and I'm like but I don't want it to look ugly. Yeah. I don't want this to be I want it to be something I'm proud of. Exactly. Like you said, you know, like just just whatever you see in your head, you want it to look like that.
1: Yeah, and like I think that's kind of been my role with Royal Fam and with uh, especially now Dreamfeed, like Roxy makes jokes and calls me the Joe Jackson of I'm oh no. not I am not that bad. I'm really not that bad. Oh
0: my gosh. I'm really not.
1: I haven't beaten anyone yet. Um but I really am like I want like when we're in rehearsals like I want us to really like be as tight as possible and like so like when people do see us that they like are like wow these guys are yeah great like like we're doing a little new year's eve thing at her at her okay. at our, at our house and i'm if you oh, want okay. to come you know what i'm saying i get okay. the address but again like i i really am like kind of like they're my babies anything i'm mm-hmm. doing music with or creating anything i wanted to like be
0: be good yeah to be great. I, yeah, great, and, um, yeah. Yeah, and like... Perfect.
1: Next year, that's just <laughs> that's just the goal, is mm-hmm. just to everything I'm in for it to just be great, and people like it, of course. Yeah. But even if people don't like it, like, I want to love it. Right, know? exactly. I want to love yeah, it. Because it's, yeah,
0: it's kind of like a, an internal thing. Like, there, there are some things I put out, and I'm just like, oof. And it's just, like, it's going to be forever, and yeah. you're just, like, I cannot go back and change that. Like,
1: right, You just right. have to kind of
0: learn to love it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and Dreams and Things was kind of that to me. So everything else moving on, like, I really want to mm-hmm. continue to keep that motto.
0: So where where do you hope to see yourself in the next five years, would you say?
1: Next five years, definitely achieving that goal with child's you know, like oh, i i, I not five years yes that's definitely great. like i don't want to waste any time yeah. like i was telling my brother he's like, getting older yeah yeah <laughs> and, and like in like every two years he's like yeah i don't want to make music retired. yeah he's so i'm like
0: ah, please wait
1: wait wait on me um and uh, i i just know like you know it could happen people the right person can hear my music or hear whatever i'm in and yeah. it can happen you know quickly or and, and i'm willing to put in the work but I just know five years from now knowing how my work ethic and Mm -hmm. like how I Mm -hmm. how I am I just don't see myself not being a like a higher place musically or or I I just know in five years I know I'm gonna be in a different place like I just feel I feel that way and my brother like we just have a kind of like we have nothing to lose Mm -hmm. type of mentality Mm -hmm. and I feel that way about Lewis. there's certain people in my life that like I feel like we're on the same page like Mm -hmm. Lewis is very dedicated to music and in a in a, i mean he's in, he's at smu right now um getting his masters and he wants to get his doctorate wow. and stuff like he's you know he's oh dedicated to that to classical music and, and and other types of music but we've talked about like bro let's like move to la next year like wow. <laughs> we're in that way of like if this isn't you know something has to like work yeah. and that's why you know we're in multiple bands and we do multiple things so mm-hmm. we really we really see something happening with the talent and that i see that in general in the in arlington like mm-hmm. There's so one of us is going to get heard by someone outside of Arlington in yeah. Dallas and forward.
0: For sure. And,
1: you know, I, I that's what I see. That's what I see in the future. Something, something popping
0: oh, off. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So how would you, so, you know, you with your work ethic, you, you mentioned that you definitely see yourself getting to where you want to be. Yeah. What is success to you? And where do you think you'll be like, okay, I finally made it? Uh,
1: I think <laughs> really the moment I can quit. Amazon and uh-huh. and live <laughs> just to create like there's there there was a day I took like four weeks or four days off and I was just able to create and just wow. be with Lewis and my mm-hmm. friends and you know I, I have another group of friends that we, we're going to start a podcast soon Ooh. and like, we we you know they're comedians and and we you know we come up with little script ideas I you know I want to start being able to just do that all day. And, and if I can get to the point where that's what I can do all day, and also people outside of my hometown know who I am, and are and I'm offered to like be on a show with Chance the Rapper mm-hmm. or Drake or whoever Anderson pack like that would be. That's when I'm like.
0: All right. So another topic I kind of wanted to talk to you personally about. Um is something that you mentioned to me, you know, with, with black sitcoms. You yeah. said that they were an inspiration to you and, <laughs> and your life. So can you elaborate a little bit more on that?
1: Yeah, like, growing up, um, I feel like I've watched... I watched kids' shows, you know, like, I you know, I, I was into that. But a lot of shows I watched were black sitcoms. Whether it was Martin... Fresh Prince, Living Single,
0: mm-hmm.
1: The Parkers, Moesha, like, all those shows. I didn't realize how much they were, like... Like,
0: impactful. Yeah, impact. in
1: my life until, like, they weren't on anymore. Or mm. until they kind of came back and, like, Netflix brought a lot of them back. Yeah. And I was just like, dude, this—I half and half. There's a bunch of shows, like, yeah. I watched so much. Like this really,
0: UPN. UPN was amazing.
1: <laughs> like, I, it be, and again, because I was little, 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 little. So it was, like, normal to me like just to see people that look like me Mm. on tv Mm. so like when it wasn't happening i was like well this is weird like the cw and that became a thing and like it was. was
0: yeah when they changed it i was kind of like so for me you know obviously i'm not black but i'm asian and i Mm. never really vibed with a lot of like white shows because it was like the quote-unquote normal american family and i just never it just never like resonated with me. Yeah. So to see like just other cultures mm-hmm. on the screen, I feel like like I, I resonated with that more because like even with Moesha, like her father was really, really strict. Ugh, and yeah. yeah, and I hate this guy. You don't like Frank.
1: And <laughs> Frank And yeah. then you can't be strict and also be trash. Like Yeah. Okay, let's not talk okay. about Frank i hate yeah. him i hate him I'm not, I, supposed to hate. I'm not supposed to hate god but I. there just were some don't. moments
0: where he was okay but like most of the time he was the one it's not like yeah <laughs> like it's not
1: like the entire time he was just being a bad dad but like he's just so like i don't like people that are like on a high horse about themselves yeah
0: and, and, then, then, and, then, and then and then but like, you don't want to no spoilers, yeah, no spoilers
1: <laughs> but just no he's trash yeah, kind of yeah he's recyclable
0: which which show do you think is was the most impactful for you
1: mm, that's a goodie um it might i don't oh that's good um i think the one i kind of go back to the most might be the fresh prince and oh. and martin mm-hmm. martin to me is like the perfect show because of how like the everyone in the cast like makes me laugh, and it reminds me. I can if I can find me and my friends in a show, mm-hmm. or me and my family in a show, it'll I'll be glued to that show like mm-hmm. for a long time. Like the Parkers, my mom and sister were really close. Just like they're really close. So oh, like I I think I about love the yeah I think about that when I'm on. If I can do that in your show, you gotta you gotta hold on me. I like yeah. that. And I think I think just because again I wanted to write and i wanted to direct, like there were times where i was like i would write like little fake sitcoms and like watching <sighs> those as a kid oh my gosh like it's really it's really impactful like and and today sitcoms aren't really the same it's not really like that
0: yeah there's something about the 90s and the early the 2000s, 2000s
1: it, it was a it was
0: some like even with music okay so even with music i feel like music had more Emotion, like R and B, had more emotion than now. And
1: there's there's some great R and B now, right? But it's there's there's like me and my group of friends, we're, we're called the the Wombo Combo. <laughs> uh, we all love '80s, '90s R and B, and early 2000s R and B. Like we get together, and like any what time we're going somewhere, and there's like videos on their on their page on Instagram of like us singing. Even at my, we had a small little get together for my album release and we at the end we listened to like bobby brown and and a bunch of other like 90s and 80s singers there's something about like the emotion the way people emoted then yeah begging Begging. no one's begging Begging. no one's begging anymore you freaking (laughs) took the words
0: out of my brain because i i was like what is it about like 2000s 90s 80s that like is so different from nowadays and it's like I feel like we're all callous now. Very, you know, like music these days is like, I don't really want you. Yeah, like you I know. got my side you know. holes. Or like, like I'm independent by myself. Yeah, I don't, need you. I
1: don't need you. You're 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 there if I need you. Yeah. Whereas, you know, men men were in the in the rain begging. <laughs> Like stalking even, you, yes, <laughs> and even
0: stalking is bad, but it was really like, yeah, no, 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 no,
1: no, I do not approve stalking, that is not what I meant. I'm just saying, but it
0: really was like, I like, even though I cheated on you, I'm so sorry, yeah, like- <laughs> yeah,
1: like now it's like, yeah, I cheated on you, now what, yeah, versus like, I made a great mistake, I'll die for you, yeah. like this, Which you know can be kind of toxic but it's still right, like it's,
0: if there's something about it yeah, yeah. there's it, i don't think, I think it made us all hopeless romantics yeah honestly like that people really, that grew up on that music made us hopeless which is
1: romantics. weird because it's like you don't if people our age making music you don't hear that as much don't. I, don't, I don't know if it's i don't know it's certain people but like again, like I said, my that group of friends, they listen to current music and like they really loved my album. They were mm-hmm. like bigging me up. But when we get together, it's like we're listening to like Maxwell or something or like Brandy. It's Aww. not like, you know, it's just it's something different about how yeah. people were back then. I don't know what it is. Something in the water.
0: You know, I wonder if it's because like they made that music. And, you know, we, like, for myself, I grew up on, like, Disney princesses and, like, <laughs> you know, having a prince to save me or whatever. So I wonder if it's, like, sad to say that reality hit us.
1: I think it's just, I think that is it. I think, and also social media, yeah, there's a, there's, like, this, like, way of, there, there's a lot of fakeness on social media. But it's yeah. also, like, a lot of accessibility. Like, you see someone's every move and you see people and, like, everything is so swipeable Like, whether it's yeah. Tinder or whatever, like,
0: that's being abnormal. with
1: somebody, yeah, being with somebody is not even the same as it was twenty it's years really ago. Not,
0: like, yeah,
1: you had to go out and like
0: you had to call try. from someone's yeah, phone. you had
1: to be like you know <laughs> you had to page someone. To call me when you get home. Yeah, like, it's not now. It's literally
0: it's easy. Accessible. It's too. It's almost
1: too easy. Where I think people don't really put so there's much. There's no chase. Away. Yeah, there's there is no chase. It's like if you get rejected, it's like okay, well swipe yeah. to the next one. Versus like, oh, I want this person. I'm gonna do what I can for Mm -hmm. this person. I think it's a little, yeah, different now. It's a little little lazy.
0: But I mean, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. I think.
1: I think. I think about like when I'm making music because I'm working on stuff with Roy, who's an R&B singer. I'm like there's a there he has that mentality too mm-hmm. of like let's bring like love songs back yeah. or like things
0: like and there's that. something about the way the music was produced there's like yeah. is it electronic or something there's like this <laughs> do you know what i mean I like there's something mean. like i
1: know what you mean
0: i don't i can't put my finger on it because i'm not a musician but there's something where it's like you can tell when it's a 90s song and it's like kind of electronic yeah
1: it, it's a it's yeah i think it's, it's like space because yeah of the
0: 2000 uh, i think two, it's like, like a.
1: I think it's because of like this shift into how the new using, millennium. Yeah, using more technology to make music I think has like affected that sound where and I think producers that were working on music back then were trying to reach this like futuristic <laughs> yes, sound. Yes.
0: And I love that. Which is cool. Like look we'll at that. Please? <laughs> I
1: honestly I'm trying to get him to like be a little bit more in R and B. He's he's grown so much between like when we first started to now before it was really just like trap like this is what i oh, make, okay. this is what i like to like again we there's certain songs on my album that sound like a pop song or sound like and he you know he made it himself so we, we you can i i can assure you we might get some 90s Please. r&b oh gosh, the next one. Love that.
0: there are some um artists here in dfw that have that 90s sound to mm-hmm. them already they just need the like or i would like to see them with production who, who, like the 90s. Who, who do you have in mind I would say, honestly, Damien.
1: Immediately, I was like, she's talking about
0: Damien. Yeah, Damien Eyre. She's an artist that I recently learned about. And she has this really good soul for R&B. Courtney Noir. Yeah, oh. Yeah, like certain artists. I just, I'm just like, I want to hear, you you sound like Mario. Oh, yeah, let me love you. Yeah, I want to hear some Monica, (laughs) Latoya Jackson.
1: Yeah, there really was. There really was. That early 2000s sound. There really was a time. I don't know if you ever watched like those um, verses things on on Instagram and like Apple Music, where it's like there'll be two artists and they'll do like a song versus another song. Like they'll go hit for hit, back to back. The
0: the verses. Yeah. Stuff? Yeah, yeah.
1: Back when it first started, they, there was a verses between this guy to Austin and Neo. Both of those guys. I mean, you, everyone knows Neo as a singer, mm-hmm. but he's a you know he's a really great writer, and they both wrote great R&B in the 90s and early 2000s Mm -hmm. and Jonathan Austin wrote for like Aaliyah and like Genuine and stuff like that and they were like going through the songs and I was just like dude there was a a real like yeah there was a sound between like the mid 90s and early 2000s where it was just like R&B was it was number one I can't think of any other genre that was like really dominating the way it is. So I'm hoping for another, like, renaissance of that.
0: Exactly. That's kind of where I'm hoping, too. So, like I said, hopefully y'all can make some. I would, yeah,
1: I would love to work with Damien. I mean, we, we, you know what I'm saying? Tell him to come forward and make something happen.
0: Have you heard, um, we don't like R. Kelly, but have you heard, (laughs) like, um, you know, like, Trapped in the Closet and and his songs with, um... Oh my gosh, the Isley Brothers. Yeah,
1: the the, the storytelling. Yes, like- can
0: y'all do that? And then me, as as a Dreamwave director, I will make film. A video. Yes, because I was listening to Contagious the other day.
1: <laughs> I can't believe you. He then- said we don't like R. Kelly, but can y'all make Trapped in the Closet, please?
0: <laughs> like honestly, that time, I so I feel like for me as a as an artist, I've so. We didn't have cable when I grew up, right? I feel that. So, you know, I, I was watching UPN, and then on Saturdays, on I forget what channel, but Flava TV would come on. Yes! night.
1: Yo! So Sorry, I got really excited. That's
0: where I I saw Say, um, Say My Name. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's when I started loving music videos. And the Mariah Carey We Belong Together we series. Together. But the series, like, she did the It's Like That, We Belong Together, and then I think Shake It Off.
1: They were... Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're telling me there's a Mariah Carey Cinematic Universe I didn't yes, know about? Yes. I did not watch, know those videos were connected. Watch,
0: watch. It's like that. And then mm. We Belong Together. And then there's... I think it's it, Shake It Off. Shake
1: It Off. I whoa. think
0: it's... Yeah, it's a trilogy. I'll check it out. That's
1: pretty cool. I love... I love that. That's also something I've thought about. But I love when you can, like... the the trapped in the closet like the storytelling yes I think that's what made there's like 37 parts to trapped in the closet (laughs) it's like it
0: got ridiculous
1: yeah with that yeah yeah don't even don't even yeah but I get what you're saying I I would love to make something like that like 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 new music like telling I I don't yeah I don't think that's a thing anymore I don't think anyone's like cause like yeah the Isley Ron Isley and R. Kelly (laughs) arguing over a girl Mr. Banks, is (laughs) yes And even even uh, same girl Usher and and yes, R Kelly like yes, in yes, the video yes. yeah. yeah yeah okay
0: so sounds like Justin King <laughs> Trang Vu and we're gonna work with other artists and we're gonna do a, a cinematic universe with music videos I and love music that. I
1: love that
0: because okay you've heard Contagious right Yeah it's like a it's like a hip hopper
1: I don't you're gonna have to you're gonna go on.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll send you the link to the song. It's it's a really it's actually a really good song. But you know the Isley Brothers, they're they're big into Motown, so there's a Motown vibe to yeah. it. And then it's like hip hopper, which is have you seen Carmen? I with- was just
1: <laughs> I was like hip hopper. Why does that the, dude Carmen? <laughs> I remember my mom got that on DVD. I was
0: shocked. I was like Beyonce is the yeah.
1: dude. That it's kind of cringe looking back yeah. now. Yeah. But at the time I was like, dude, this is lit. This is cool. Yeah. <laughs> dude. Carmen.
0: Oh my gosh. So Little Bow wow was in
1: that movie. Was he? He was little. I mean, he was little. He was a kid. Wow. But he definitely was in that. But yeah, go. ahead. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, you know, sounds like film and TV is kind of like you know, it goes hand-in-hand hand yeah. with, with you and myself. Yeah. I think it's a cancer thing. <laughs> uh, everything's a
1: cancer yeah. thing
0: <laughs> <laughs> And so, um, you know, what what kind of things do you want to work on in the future besides what we've kind of already talked about in, um, in regards to film?
1: Yeah, I think, like, I remember about two years ago, uh, again, I always write these scripts. or Like, I start something I don't really finish when it comes to that. But there's, there's something I definitely want to do with my group the wombo combo guys we've talked about kind of like making a, a a limited series that's something that we'll definitely probably dive into next year mm-hmm. as far as at least starting the writing process again but right now really is just like focusing on the music but i definitely see myself getting really into film like like a little bit further into like my music career i because i because because yeah. I, I spent so many to- so many years like Kind of curving around it. Mm-hmm. Right now, I really just want to focus on my music, but yeah. I see myself do- pulling the pulling a Donald Glover and just like coming out with a TV show or something.
0: Oh, okay. Like,
1: like you know, in a couple
0: and of years. Honestly, like if you look at music videos, and I'm gonna relate back to the the 2000s music videos, mm. it was always a story. Yeah. So honestly, musicians with their music, they're making a story, but they can also act it out.
1: So yeah. I feel like
0: it just kind of all just all goes hand 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 in hand. Mm. Definitely. By the way, have you seen, like, have you rewatched on Netflix, like, the, the old sitcoms?
1: Yeah. I, my friend William, <laughs> I remember when they first hit, my friend William, me and him were talking about girlfriends. <gasps> oh, did I you like see that? Jill Marie? Oh. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing that and I was like, yo, I sent it to yeah. my friend and he was like, wait, you know her? I was like, yeah, I know her. She's a Um, and he's super, he got super into like he rewatched it mm-hmm. and was like, "Dude, this show really is good." Yeah. And girlfriends was another show. Like I remember sitting and watching that with my mom. And like, of course, when I was little, I had mm-hmm. no idea what's going on. But now yeah. I'm watching it. There's certain things that I can't fully relate to, obviously. <laughs> but uh, it's a good show. Like girlfriends. Like it's. There's not a show on right now that I could say really yeah. is kind of matching that level of like. I don't know. That
0: show was. Uh...
1: I love. Girlfriends. I remember. I'm not yeah,
0: I'm not um, I love that. <laughs> you know, I was I've been rewatching a lot of it, so I started with Moesha when it came out again, yeah. and then I went to the Parkers because it's a spinoff. Yeah, and then I watched Girlfriends, and um, I didn't realize I don't know if I caught it as a child, but like I didn't realize how much music and poetry there was in the
1: actual. Yeah, freaking actual, Jill Scott was <laughs> she wasn't yeah. singing on there, but she was on
0: there. Yeah. yeah, like they just, and I love that like. Moesha and the Parkers, they had so many um, cameos.
1: Yes! And it dude, was really cool. I don't think I even knew then who these people yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. Like, go, exactly. like, going back and re-watching, because I haven't fully binged, but I've, I've definitely gone and, like, watched episodes mm-hmm. I remember. Like, mm-hmm. especially the Parkers, because I, li- I like Moesha. The Parkers
0: focus more on music. Yeah, I yeah. think
1: I really gravitated towards, like, you know, the, the, what was the Freestyle <laughs> <laughs> Unity? <gasps> Oh my God! They were
0: honestly really talented. They Shout were out for the unity.
1: good. and I mean the rapping and the DJ. It, it's it's a funny show, but it's also like yeah, it's very it's very music heavy more than I yeah. remember actually.
0: I think Moesha. Um, I don't know if you you're on the episodes yet, yeah, but it was very spoken word. Yeah, he, like she did you know poetry and stuff yeah. at the at the den.
1: Yeah, and then I, I liked that show because it really did show like, when they went to college and things of that oh, nature. Yeah. Like I I liked watching the journey mm-hmm. of of moesha i mean sometimes moesha was that eh, that shows problematic to me sometimes but in what ways it's because it's real though i think that's what i think that's what it is it's the her relationship with her dad mm-hmm. i feel like especially earlier seasons i think they fixed it towards the end earlier seasons moesha was kind of a
0: brat just, oh for she, sure she, she was, she was for like, sure.
1: super unlikable like i'm like Am I supposed to root for you a lot of Yeah, time?
0: cause she was messy, yeah. rude, and yet to her friends, I'm like, ratty that's to young girl. D. Yeah. D is like the nicest person like, ever. She's the,
1: consistently through the she whole She really show, is. She's so nice. I'm like, why are you so mean?
0: Which understandable because her mom passed. Yeah, that, and
1: that's the part where I say it's real. Yeah, it's yeah. very real. And, yeah. I, and again, like I think that stuff I I picked up without knowing mm-hmm. watching all these shows growing up, and I think now it's so great that I can go back.
0: Yeah, yeah. It kind of just takes you back to that time where I don't know about you, but I felt safe.
1: Yeah, I think that's the I think that's the word that like like especially just being surrounded. UPN was a whole network where almost all through the day they're playing you know black sitcoms, and uh, yeah, you don't get that right now. So Netflix is bringing back that feel. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool.
0: I by the way, so I met you know I met Jill Marie Jones, and she just. I know, she's so cool. She just gave me so much more inspiration because we talked a little bit about, about film and everything. And mm. she basically was just like, you know, I never pursued acting. It just kind of happened. Because, you know, she was a Mavericks dancer. Yeah, yeah, off, yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas, It just kind of like, I, I think it, it kind of inspired me because, like, it made me realize, like, if you're just around
1: yeah. artists
0: and just in general, like, people who are creating... Anything, mm-hmm. then I think it's gonna get you where you, you want to be. I think
1: that's the the Lottie mentality. <laughs> I mm-hmm. think that's I think that's and that's where I am too. It's just like if you're just constantly creating and you're around people that good people that are creating, something is bound to you're bound to bump into the right thing and make yeah. the right move. You know,
0: that's actually so. Every year, I do this, like, little statement of how I want my year to go. Mm -hmm. And for 2020, I had a lot more aspirations, but unfortunately, you know, COVID happened. Yeah, it hit hard. Yeah. But my aspiration for 2020 is, like, my mantra that I say to myself. And mine was, like, the, um, oh, I can't even think of the phrase right now. But it's basically, like, where... Well, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to text you like what it is cuz okay. it's a book as well, but it's oh, um okay. it's basically where like you put the proximity um the proximity principle. Okay. That's a book by Ken Burns, I think. And Ken um
1: Burns. Okay.
0: And basically it's saying like if you proximity proximity principle is where if you put yourself in the proximity of what you want to do, mm. you're going to get there because you know, people people recommend others when they see their work ethic Mm -hmm. so like just as an example like let's say i did not do music at all or Mm -hmm. poetry or art but i started like hanging out with artists and then one day my friend was just like hey we need someone just to hold the camera Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and then like we filmed something amazing and someone like just randomly is like wow who's that person their their shots are really cool and suddenly I'm yeah. a, like a filmmaker yeah it's yeah. like putting yourself in situations where you can meet others that can elevate you
1: mm-hmm. I I've I fully yeah I, you need to send me that I need to, read, okay. I
0: need to yeah. read that but
1: I think that's yeah I think that's kind of been how this year's gone in general like me being around the right people and, yeah and I have to shout out you know Royal Fam guys Chairman and Lottie and Silo, all those guys Preach I, I didn't even it's crazy me and Preach were talking mm-hmm. um I think it was, like, last last month I was in the garage. We were, we were preparing for some show and stuff. And he, we were talking about how... <laughs> I made a joke about Lottie not coming to this, like, little gig I had or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, well, I went to this thing. I went to your birthday thing. And I remember Preach going, well, well I wasn't there. And I was like, I don't think I even knew you. And it's crazy that we met like i think in all like we've met each other before i'd seen him do poetry i was like well this guy's great but we didn't really know each other to around august i was like dude we haven't really known each other that long but it's like me and preacher like it seems like we've known each other for years how we interact so it's just i've i felt that this year and i'm really looking forward to more
0: yeah i feel like that too there's just there's something like it seems like something's brewing. Kind yeah. of like you said like something's happening, in but the
1: scene, Yeah, right?
0: in the scene, like with all the connections we're making with each other, mm-hmm. something is happening. And so, yeah, I think we're all going to pop up. Yeah, because
1: scene. it's it's a lot of good intentions, it's a lot of good people, mm-hmm. and it's, and and it's people with talent. Like it it all really wouldn't mean much if nobody had yeah, talent. Yeah, but there's so much
0: talent in yeah, Arlington. Definitely. So much, so much. Or DFW in general. Right? Yeah.
1: But I think it's just Arlington's kind of what people now are starting to really take notice because of how I don't see many egos here in Arlington Mm -hmm. there's not really of like a there's no gatekeeping or anything like that so I think that's why it's very collaborative it is yeah and I love it I love it
0: awesome well Justin it's seriously been such a pleasure talking to you today like I feel like you know I feel like a, such a connection to you now yeah. I, I feel like i knew you're a cancer like <laughs> even before you saying that today i was like wow like i There's love something
1: Cancery about. yeah that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i feel like you and i are very similar so i i hope to be working with you soon yeah on you know, more projects cool. um can you can you tell us where we can find your your social medias and your music
1: yes um pretty much everywhere like streaming services just justin king dreams and things and uh i really only use facebook and, and instagram mm-hmm. my facebook of course justin king and my instagram is justin the king with two eyes. Mm-hmm. and yeah you know i post some stories i post wacky wacky things i don't but uh <laughs> yeah I, I got a lot of stuff i'm working on and i'm hoping to to to, to get, get it popping in the next couple months so For you sure. can find me on instagram
0: yeah. Copy. Make sure to follow Justin.
1: Um, you know, get those streams up so that Yes, yeah, stream look, you know. oh, man, look. <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to quit Amazon. So <laughs> right,
0: like, help him quit Amazon. Yes, yeah, please.
1: Like I, I honestly and that's another thing I, I will just kinda like, throw in. I've been really grateful for the streams I've gotten so far this month. It's been Aww. it's been one month and I think I'm at like twelve thousand or something. That's like, ridiculous. On that's amazing. So hopefully like I'm trying to triple, quadruple times ten that this next couple yeah, of months.
0: For sure. What, um, I'm just, I didn't do this last time with LaLoon, I should have, but, um, what's your mm-hmm. Cash App slash Memo?
1: Oh, It is, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> Geronimo K. It's J-E-R-O-N-I-M-O, capital K. Geronimo, it was gonna be my rap name, by the way. Interesting. <laughs> it was my nickname for from some family, and, like, <laughs> I was like, this is kinda cool, but I ended up just picking my name, cause I, I like it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, is that, uh for both uh, cash app and Bemo.
1: just i just have a cash app so you okay. know if you just want hit, to hit me up you know yeah. support, support support your, local, your local artist syla yes yes yes
0: Alrighty, and final question for you today what so i always like to ask ask this because you know i i always feel like everything i say i'm like speaking to myself as a young kid mm-hmm. so what kind of like advice would would you give someone who's been in a similar situation with everything that you've gone through um, and is currently pursuing music, what kind of advice would would you give them?
1: Um, I would say, I mean, not to even be corny, like, stay true to your own vision, like, what you want, because again, working on this, I didn't think people would like what I did, honestly, and people and I just, I just, I stuck to my own guns, like, I listen to people, definitely take advice from people that you appreciate, but at the end of the day it's your art, it's your vision. Like go stay true to yourself. And uh, it's gonna it's gonna pay off. I'm seeing that now and it's only been a month really. So Wow yeah. That's just yeah, stay stay stick to what you know and stick to and go hard at it. That's really that's that's my motto right now.
0: That's, <laughs> that's the motto. motto.
1: <laughs> that's the motto.
0: <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I, I think you know, someone will definitely find those words to be inspirational, especially with everything that you've accomplished in your short life yeah. so far um so thank you so much again seriously it was yeah, such a this great was, pleasure this
1: was, this was awesome i really, really enjoyed this like uh, i i haven't really done many like interviews or podcasts so uh-huh. this, is, this is this was cool nice
0: oh well thank you everyone for tuning in with us for the second episode of tape this yeah. So stay safe. I know the holidays are coming up. It's about to be 2021. I'm so excited for a fresh start. Me so too. <laughs> Make sure to stay safe, you know, spread love where you can and have a great holiday. We'll talk to y'all next year. Bye. Bye.